Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. This is Talk Radio Breakfast with me, Julia Hartley-Bird. Thank you very much indeed for your company. Lots and lots to talk about today. We've got, of course, the budget coming up tomorrow. We've got some, you know, the latest stats. I mean, day in, day out, the stats that come in about the vaccine effectiveness are just off the scale of uh, of what we could possibly hope for. And as always, uh, we have uh, more royal news, of course. Uh, sadly, about Prince Philip. Um, concerning, obviously, that he's moving to another hospital with heart problems. Uh, but also this coming at a time when Harry and Meghan once again are in the news whinging about how terrible their millionaire lifestyle is. Uh, we'll be talking about all of that, plus uh, Carrie Simmons and her makeover of the number 11 flat that's planned uh, and uh, whether or not we're going to get the Euros to the UK. Who knows? Maybe we won't even have to wait till 2030. Maybe we'll get them this year. Well, discussing all of that, and I know he's keen to talk about the football story. Benjamin Butterworth, late editor at the iPaper. Good morning to you, Benjamin. Good morning, Julia. Can I can I just say, I, I mean... I, I would just think that would be so much fun if we did get the Euros because we sort of saved the Euros this year because people can't travel. And then we ended up having them in 2030 as well as a sort of the, 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 the prize for having saved them this year. I mean, you, you know, that would be your idea of hell, wouldn't it? Uh, I, I mean, I wouldn't have a clue what was going on, frankly. Uh, but yeah, I, I, when I heard that last night from today's papers, I was I was thinking, what are the Euros? So um, I've made sure to Google it and it's a football tournament. Well done. And later on, we'll be showing you pictures of different shaped <laughs> balls and we'll see how well that goes too. <laughs> Benjamin, let's, let's, let's talk about uh, the the, uh, the latest on, on, well, there's the economy and the vaccine. Now, they're very, of course, very much tied in with each other. But let's talk about the vaccine so far, because um, all of the data that's coming out of uh, of what's going on with AstraZeneca and the Pfizer jab is extraordinary, despite the poo-pooing of Angela Merkel and Emmanuel Macron of the uh, AstraZeneca jab out of Oxford. It does appear to be actually marginally better uh, of working than the Pfizer. But in terms of you know, absolutely cutting severe illness um, by 80 percent from from both um, a success, particularly for over 80s and ICU, extraordinary figures uh, emerging uh, that uh, under 10 people over 80 were admitted to ICU uh, in the last fortnight. It's absolutely extraordinary around the country. 104 deaths, um, 104 too many, everyone would, I know, agree, but it's the lowest number of deaths since uh, late October. Um, the seven-day total down by 35% in terms of cases. We're now under 5,500 cases uh, of positive cases a day. That's a fall of 29% in a week. 
Um, I mean, we are, we, that's down 90% from the peak. We're doing everything in the right direction. But whenever everything looks good, someone pops up with a new variant and says, oh, Oh, I don't know. If, I don't know if we can speed up lockdown easing because, oh, there's a new variant. Um, how concerned are you about new variants? And uh, how concerned are you that actually being cautious right now in terms of coming out of lockdown is 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 a foolish uh, way of dealing with things when everything's going in the right direction? I mean, new variants could undo uh, basically all of the good work that we have, because it's always possible that you could have something that's vaccine resistant. And the point at which you've got part of the population who've been vaccinated and most of the population who have not could mean that one of those variants could be resistant to the version that's that's currently going around. And it's a particularly sensitive time. But, you know, I think the news that came out last night about the effectiveness of those people that have already had it, the over 80s, was hugely encouraging. I mean, you, you cite the stat that just 10 people over 80 a day have gone into ICU with COVID. I mean, that's, you know, that's incredible. And you also look at it and the number of over 80s uh, the fall in them going into ICU is so much faster than the under 80. Mm. So it shows, you know, the direct effectiveness of the jab, which is hugely good news. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, I, I, for me, the, the news is, 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 is so much better and moving at such a faster pace than certainly the government's uh, scientists were predicting. I mean, goodness me, not that many of their predictions have ever come true. Um, but this the thing is, when we're talking about a cautious route out of lockdown, um, well, actually, there, be, there may be being cautious cautious about case numbers, but they're not being cautious about the damage to the economy. Tomorrow, a lot of people expect it's all going to be laid bare, just how bad things are. And of course, we're going to get the office budget responsibility predictions. We'll, we'll have Rishi Sunak laying out, you know, quite how big our, our, our national debt is and the like. However, we are unlikely to see the big tax rises that everybody knows are going to be coming. In fact, there's talk about, you know, freezing duty on beer and the like. Uh, um, and, um, and, and actually, obviously, loads more, millions and millions more in furlough and everything. So we're actually going to hear the opposite or most and in terms of, of 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 what perhaps you might expect at a time when we are uh, in in such the economic doldrums um and that's because there's this really strong feeling that the, the country, the economy can't take any tax rises right now. We need to see a massive boost and we're going to get out of this with growth. Something I would absolutely support. But there is an element and I do have a real fear that an awful lot of people just have not really caught up with quite how much the last year has cost us. And that every single day we spend in lockdown, every single day we are legally banning people from earning a living whilst paying them to sit at home that this is going to have to be paid for eventually. It will do. And I think it's sort of, you know, it's being treated like wartime debt, that it's one that will be paid over decades. And I do think that, you know, Wednesday's budget would be the totally wrong time to introduce tax rises and to cut the funding to help people get their businesses through this stage, because this is arguably the most crucial point. You know, the Office for Budget Responsibility has improved the projection for the UK's economy for the rest of the year because of how fast the rollout is proving and how successful it's proving to be, which is great news. And I think there are a lot of businesses that are in a position now where it's going to be very difficult for them to get through to the stages of the lockdown at which they can function as normal. But they can do it if they can get the support such as furlough to the end, and then the support to be able to bring as many of their staff back and to still have things like bounce back loans to help them get through it. But you're right that you not only have the one side of the debt that the country has accrued that we'll all have to pay back in some form, but also you have the fact that a lot of companies have huge amounts of private debt. Yeah. So, you know, those bounce back loans, which have saved lots of companies, 
are loans. You know, they will have to return at some point. And the interest and starts kicking in, you know, this month and next month. Yeah, absolutely. But I think that's why there needs to be sort of a big stimulus at this point to try and get everybody back out and spending. Because one of the odd realities of this is that uh, while there are obviously people who have had their lives fall apart, there is also a far greater chunk of people who have been earning 80% of their income without spending nearly as much as they usually would. This is largely middle class people that already had savings that uh, have benefited like this, that will have money to spend when it reopens. And we really need to push those people to go out and to eat in restaurants and buy new clothes and go on holidays once that's legal, because that will be a huge help to getting everything else functioning again. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. We do need people to be out and about there's a lot of talk of the roaring 20s and uh I'm, I'm i'm very excited about that prospect that would that would be good fun in terms of spending um let's also talk about a little bit about mps and their spending because uh, uh quite a few people pointing out that um something of hypocrisy from the likes of angela rayner the deputy leader of the labor party um back uh, last year she was having a right old go at rishi sunak after he was pictured uh with a uh a, a coffee mug that she pointed out was costing a week's wages for a worker in his new job scheme, £180 Bluetooth coffee mug. Um, it was a Christmas present, um, but, um, but she was going, oh, I still use my Labour Party mug for my brews. Um, and now it's emerged the latest expenses uh, for MPs. Of course, they all got given extra expenses to cope with COVID because they were going to be working remotely. Personally, I don't have an issue with, you know, MPs need to do their job. Again, a lot of other people didn't get extra expenses to do that, by the way, who had to work from home. But she claimed for two sets of £249 Apple AirPods on her commons expenses. Uh, she bought w- one within a month of her first pair. She claims they were, and they were personalised, by the way. Uh, she uh, she came for the second set, she says, for a member of her staff. But it's a bit rich for someone to have a go at someone else on the opposite side of the political aisle for having a gift from their wife with their personal money that costs 180 quid when she's spending 500 quid of taxpayers' money on top-of-the-range items. Now, people need to have, I mean, look, if you're working from home, you're working remotely, these are these are tools now that people use. There are, however, much cheaper versions, and there are non-Apple you know, Apple brands, which are a fraction of the price. Um, do you think it's fair for people to criticise her? Yeah, absolutely. You know, spending that kind of money is completely inexcusable. Uh, Apple AirPods, these tiny little things that, that go in your ears to, to hear music and conversations and work and things, are the most expensive of them all. You know, I'm currently wearing some headphones, which was as nice as I could afford. And let me tell you, they're about £150, which was a real treat for me. <laughs> I would love to have Apple AirPods. They were, I think they're really cool, but they were just way too expensive. So the idea that someone on the public purse, someone who's in frontline politics and so should be really super careful about what they're spending of our money, has splashed 500 quid. I mean, why does an aide need them, let alone herself? And then, you know, even if you were going to get us to pay 250 quid for your for your posh earphones, to then get us to pay 50 pounds extra for it to be personalised, I think is quite extraordinary. Yeah. And, you know, Keir Starmer's expenses are, are very, very low. And that's how it should be for someone who is people who are vying to have the highest jobs in politics, they should be extremely careful about these things. And yeah. I think this shows a disregard for, for the public. Yeah, money. look, we, we all remember, don't we, the, the 2008, you know, the, the expenses claim scandal. I mean, there were MPs who got done for you know, claiming for bath plugs and the like. I mean, some of it can get a bit silly. And when, when we do see these um, uh, these write-ups about, oh, you know, minister, this MP has claimed £200,000 in expenses. Look, that's not them buying a very expensive sofa. That That is office expenses. They are given money to, 
you know, to, to pay, pay for computers, to pay for their staff. Um, there's no doubt at all, you know, most of that money is actually legitimately spent because that second homes allowance was where we saw the really dodgy stuff, people buying, you know, designer stuff, kitting out one home, then designating their other home as a second home and then kitting that home out. I mean, that was all, I'm sorry, frankly, taking the mick out of uh, the taxpayer. But I do think in this scenario, when you are spending taxpayers' money at a time when people are really struggling and suffering financially, do think, it, I, I would suggest that maybe, maybe buy the cheaper version and maybe if you want the more expensive version, top up the cash yourself maybe might be a bit classier. Yeah, absolutely. But but also, you know, first of all, there's literally no reason to spend £250 on airphones. Uh, you, you know, if anybody listening to this is, is going around spending that kind of money, you know, I, I just don't think many people can afford that, let alone now. But it also, you know, anybody who supports the Labour Party should be furious at her because, you know, she undermines the whole party and it's a it's agenda that it's trying to push forward and oh, that it's trying to be in touch with the people. I like that, though. Front page of the Daily Mail today is that the Prime Minister's secret fund for Carrie's number attend decor. Um, Boris Johnson is secretly trying to set up a charity to help pay for a costly makeover of his official flat by his fiancée. Uh, it's been claimed the scheme's based on one used by the White House where they raise millions of dollars from private donors for this presidential fund. Um, I mean, the White House does need rather more upkeep and it is also the head of state's uh, building as, you know, home as well. Um, but but number 10 obviously is not, you know, it's not Buckingham Palace. Um, I mean, I've got no issue with someone having to move in. They, they live in the number 11 flat, not the number 10 flat, don't they? Because that's got four bedrooms and it's bigger for those who've got families but um i don't really have an issue with with a, a fund to sort of redecorate it people shouldn't have to necessarily move into someone else's old decor but you do sort of think in these scenarios well you know i mean it's not and it's not like they're going to stay in the flat forever and and then reap the benefits of any costs of refurbishment I, I, homes do need you know doing up and repainting uh, I, and i i don't have an issue with this but i do have a big worry about private donors paying for things and getting influence you know that it's not an official donation to the party but you're basically donating to have a nicer home for the prime minister um i think question marks have got to be raised about that it makes me very uncomfortable i have to say because you know something as personal as, as paying for where you live and how mm. it's decorated has a, i think a particular impact on a person a particular sort of intimacy for for want of a better phrase and so i think that that donors that are able to do that would have a special access to Carrie Simmons and to the Prime Minister that I just am quite uncomfortable about yeah. it. You know, I would ask what is their motivation for, you know, going through this new charity and paying for, a you know, a plush sofa? You know, it, I, I just think it's dodgy yeah. and I don't think it's really the British way we do it. Yeah. You but, know, also, our... but also, if, you, if you're living for, you know, in the Downing Street flat, presumably you've got both got, they've both got separate homes, they could, they, they, they can rent those out and reap the benefits of that as well. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.